66% of adults say that they are unhappy. That's two-thirds of people walking around. What? If that's normal, I don't want to be normal. I don't want to accept what's normal. Today, we're talking about being different and not being afraid to do things differently. Getting out of routine. Routines can be great, but just the ones that serve us, not the ones that we keep doing just because we've always done them. I always think if I do what's normal to me or just what feels normal in society, in five years, I'll end up in the same place that I'm pretty much at, which isn't bad, but I'm not here to just keep doing the same thing and be normal and wake up in five years without much progress. I know I can't get better doing the exact same things over and over. We have to shake things up and challenge ourselves and create our new normal. Be open-minded and ambitious and don't put invisible hurdles in front of ourselves. When I'm cheering a little too loud for my kids at a sporting event or a race, they'll often say to me, geez, why can't you be normal? And I smile and tell them the same thing every time. I'm not here to be normal. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Today, we are talking about creating our new normal, not just accepting what is normal to us now or what sort of society considers as normal, but knowing that we can shake things up and do things differently and change things to be happier and to have more progress in life. I absolutely love this concept because I always think we're here one time. We've got one shot. We're not here to just wake up and repeat the same thing that we've always done because we've always done it. We're here to shake things up and have new experiences and adventures and learn and grow. And I think we often just do what we've always done or do what we see other people doing. That's what's normal. So that's what I should do. And I think there's so much power in realizing You don't have to stay in your lane and accept what's normal, especially if it's not working, which I was shocked to hear that 66% of adults are unhappy. So if you at this moment are, are finding yourself in that category, this podcast could not have come at a better time because I think just creating in your mind the idea of a new normal can change so much of that. And realizing we don't have to just keep doing the same things that everybody is doing. Because we're not here to play it safe. We are here to be our best and have new experiences and to look at things differently. So this podcast has lots of tips and strategies. I'm always listening. I was going to say reading books, but let's be honest. I'm doing audiobooks because I have to do it while I'm doing other things. I do it when I'm exercising or lots of times in the kitchen, making meals, cleaning up meals, all that kind of stuff. So I'm always consuming content about this. So this podcast is kind of a mashup of all the notes that I write in my journal um, about breaking free of normal and not being afraid to be different. And I think sometimes we just need that sort of wake up. So I hope that this podcast is that wake up, whether you need this in a big way or in small little ways. 
I'm going to share all the strategies I've learned and applied in my life that worked and that I've learned from actual experts and people who have written books. I usually like to kind of cite the different people, but this is not like a like one specific book or, you know, one specific podcast. This is more like, you know, the last 20 years of writing things down about all these things about reaching your potential and being happy and living free and not worrying about judgment and getting better and routines and goals and all that. So let's get into it. A few strategies. I think at the very heart of this whole thing is not worrying about judgment and not worrying about what people think, getting over the fear of being embarrassed or fear of failure or fear of judgment. And I know that's easier said than done. But just being aware of that and knowing that that is essential in this. I do lots of podcasts about um, taking risks and owning up to your own failures and getting back up and getting back in the arena. I think all that, you can deep dive into those podcasts about this. But I think that the whole concept of living free without fear of judgment is so important to break free from what is considered normal. And what we think is normal or what society thinks is normal, bottom line is you can't get better if you just do the same things every day that you've always done. You have to challenge yourself. You have to take it to the next level in order to create these new normals in our life. And I'll give examples in a little bit of kind of new normals in my life that used to not be my normals, but just kind of by following by following this this advice, this all this stuff that I've kind of learned through the years. But what I do know is it's not easy. It's hard to introduce new things in your life. It's hard to put yourself out there and take a risk. It's hard to do something that is considered not normal that people will judge you for and tell you maybe to your face or behind your back that you're going to fail and it's crazy and who do you think you are starting a podcast? You know, maybe you have a normal nine to five job, but you have this cool interest in something specific and you want to start a podcast about that. I'm sure even people you love but have their own self-limiting beliefs could very easily say like, are you kidding me? There are so many podcasts. First of all, like, you, you know, what do you, who do you think you are to start a podcast? But that can be your new normal, you know? You step outside the box, do something new. Fear, you know, we're here one time. Who cares what anybody else thinks? You start a podcast and now you're a podcaster. That's your new normal. And I'm telling you, you can learn to do it and get set up and do the whole thing within two weeks' time. You don't need any anything, anything more than that. You don't need any any special um training or tech expertise or even like setup. It's incredibly simple once you really break free of of all those hurdles that other people put in front of you or you put in front of yourself, and then it's your new normal. I just really think we have to constantly be challenging ourselves in order to get better and doing new things. And we have to always be asking, how can I upgrade what I'm doing? How can I upgrade my life system, upgrade my routines? For me, a lot of this, like I said, is audiobooks and podcasts and listening to people who I admire and use virtual mentors. That is one of my favorite things. I always, I love Gary V's message about like, this is the greatest time to ever be alive. And I couldn't agree more because you can have virtual mentors, people that you can deep dive into all of their content online and never meet them ever. And they can be really be 
a full mentor for you, whether it's in business or in life or in mindset or for something specific. It's it's really incredible, but I think it's important to choose the people carefully. Choose the people that you look up to carefully and what you listen to and really find what you need. It's just, it's to me, that's the best thing ever is, and sometimes it changes. Like for years, I was consuming every piece of Gary Vee's content and I, I just, I love the positive message, the hustle, the entrepreneurship, all of that. And then, you know, I'll, I'll consume that and I still follow him and everything, but then it's kind of like, I've really consumed and digested that. And then I find someone else who maybe has a message that oh, I, this really resonates with me right now. I know that I can grow in this way. So finding virtual mentors, best thing is it costs $0 and you can pick people very carefully that, you know, have what you, what you need. I also think that podcasting and audiobooks is so cool and I like to listen to podcasts and find, pull out, extract a hack or an idea or a concept, try it in your own life and if it sticks, add it to your routine. I love a hack. In my podcast, I try to give something that is practical and tactical so that you take it into your life and you're like, aha, this is what I need in this moment. This is the thing that I need to remember. I always say on here that I'll listen to something and I'll be inspired, but if there's not like a hack or something practical, my busy life starts up again and I don't apply it like I would like. So I love to try to extract something very specific that I can apply to my real life. Another thing about this whole concept that I always think about is what have we settled into? We often settle on where we are in our lives. Like we settle into our groove and it's comfortable. But the thing about being comfortable or too comfortable is it's hard to grow in that space. And I think that we get stuck into believing where we're at now. That's our normal. Like that's, that's our normal. This is our normal. This is our routine because it's comfortable. But I think that we shouldn't assume that this has to be our normal or will always be especially if if you are finding yourself in that 66% of adults who say they are unhappy. This doesn't, where you're at now doesn't have to always be your normal. So my own personal new normals, just to give you examples, I try to make this podcast about kind of what I've learned. This is about you. This isn't about me. But I also, when I hear other podcasts, I like to hear people's stories like, okay, I get it, but give me examples. Like what could my new normal be? So here are my new normals. Cold showers for me are a new normal. I did a whole podcast on cold showers and getting uncomfortable. And for me, it makes me feel like physically alive and invigorated. And you know, sometimes your days can be so much of the same that it's kind of like rinse and repeat. You wake up, you do the same thing, you eat the same thing, you go to bed, you wake up. You For me, it's like a break out of that. It's like, woo, I'm alive. If I wasn't awake before, I'm awake now. Let's do this. So I take a nice warm shower, do all my do all my washing, and then I do a freezing cold shower for anywhere between 30 seconds and a little over two minutes. And it just makes me feel alive. And I love it, especially on days when I wash my hair. Like it's just like full body wake up. So that's my new normal. But at first, when I first started doing it, like my very first cold shower, I was like, why would anyone do this for fun? This is miserable. But now I look forward to it. Cold showers are my new normal. 
Another new normal for me is running five miles is my new normal. Before I used to, I had an invisible barrier. I thought I could run two miles. Any more than that, I might kind of, my ankles start to hurt. My knees start to hurt. Mm, I don't know. Is it too much cardio? Like, I don't know. I would just give myself excuses. Then one day I hit the two mile mark and I was like, why can't I do three? Then after that, I was like, I'm still alive. Why can't I do four? And now I can do five miles at any time, whether even if I'm tired or five miles is my new normal. Two miles used to be my normal. Now five miles is my new normal of running. Another new normal that I've adapted that has really been great in my life for so many, in so many different ways is going to sleep by 10 most days and waking up at five is my new normal. And I love it. I love getting up and getting my workout in before everyone else wakes up. I'm happier and I'm more patient because I've had a minute to myself. I've had quiet time. I stretch. Like for me, that's the new normal. And at first that was so uncomfortable. Like I want to hang out with my husband at Netflix, you know, till 11 and um, getting up at five can be painful, especially when it's still dark out. But I've just learned that by making myself get a little bit uncomfortable and do this, my days are so much better by just going to sleep by 10, waking up at five. That's my new normal. That's my new routine. And I find that I can get so much more done and I just I'm just happier through the day when I operate that way. So I created that new normal, even though it's hard sometimes. I have three kids and even my girls are older, but I still, you know, put quote unquote, put them to bed in a way, kiss them, talk about their day. Like, you know, it's full. And oftentimes you feel like everything is pushing you against what you want to be doing, right? Like it's hard to have everyone in bed and then have time with my husband chill, decompress, and I be asleep at 10. Like um, most days it's, it's a fight to, to keep it on track. But when I don't, I just don't feel as good. So I know that works better for me. That's my new normal. And you can create it. And if whatever part of your, your life is not working for you, I think shake it up. Don't accept that this is the way it needs to be. You can create your own way and there isn't any one way that you have to do things. And I think a lot of times we get stuck in routine or also routine because it's like what what our what our circle does, what our family does, what our friends do. Maybe, you know, most of your people wake up at 7 a.m. So you wake up at 7 a.m. But then you constantly feel like you're not getting it done or you have no alone time or whatever it is. So maybe waking up a little bit earlier, even though it's not normal to you, it's not normal in your friend and family group. But by creating your own normal, maybe that makes you feel feel good and alive and productive and happy and like you have alone time like it does for me. Okay, here are some hacks that I've written down in my journal that I wanted to share with you that have really kind of taken this concept to the concept to the next level. First, goals. In this idea of creating your own normal, I think it's very important to write down your goals and also make them short-term goals. And know that when you're, I have a goals book. In fact, listen to my podcast if you haven't already um, about having a goals book. I have a little tiny pink goals book that I keep with me at all times. Uh, oh no, it's an ideas book. Sorry, it's my ideas book. And I write down any ideas. And I know that for every hundred ideas I have, only one of them is going to be a good idea. But the whole point is to keep having ideas and write them down. So I write down all my ideas. When I find find one that I think is a really good idea, I set a goal and a short-term goal. 
I think that's key because I think a lot of us work in a calendar year and it's just too long to, it's too long to plan out for a lot of things. There are so many different factors that come into play and unexpected things that happen. I write down my goals and I make short term goals, like three month goals and work backwards. So take your goal, write it out and then work backwards, making your action item list of steps that you need to get there. I find that working backwards is much easier and less overwhelming than like, all right, how do we start this monster project? No, work backwards. Start with the goal and then make your list backwards. I think I'm going to do a podcast on the stuff that I've read and listened to lately about goal setting and writing goals and whiteboarding goals and things like that because I think there's a deeper dive into that that I think could be really valuable for a lot of people. Side note. (laughs) Um, Another thing about breaking out of routine is sometimes in order to do that, we need to give ourselves less structure in our days because that freedom, it's like freedom to daydream, right? Freedom to get lost. Freedom can lead to new ideas and creativity and spontaneous adventures. Even when I don't feel like I have time, I'll go and run my favorite stairs because I'm, I swear it's like my idea stairs. I just get, I'm just like outside in the sunshine, getting vitamin D. I have music in my ears and it's just like, sometimes I'm just, you know, in a new space, in a new environment, you can see things differently. And just having, giving myself a little of that break from routine and freedom in the day can make me feel good and happier on the daily, but can also lead to clarity You know, if you're trying to work through something difficult, I think that breaking out of your routine and doing something different is one of the best ways to have clarity and answers to something that's tricky in your life. Another thing is, I think that sometimes you have to work 10 times harder to be different and better. For me, I've never been that person who's like the most brilliant person in a meeting or in a pitch or in a in a room necessarily, but I often, I often outperform other people, especially, you know, when I owned my business and I was doing these big executive meetings or pitching or say I was pitching to a big retailer and it was me versus another sunless tanning brand. Like, a, and, and most of them are bigger, more corporate brands who have been bought and sold several times even. So they really have the horsepower. But a lot of times the way that I was able to the way that I was able to beat them really is I would just try 10 times as hard to be different and to be better. So I would figure out what was expected, right? How does this meeting go? What's expected in this meeting? And then I would just think of it differently and try 10 times as hard. I I I will never... I, well, I shouldn't say never, not to not to create my own hurdles, but I am usually not the most brilliant in the room, but I am the most prepared. The most prepared and the person who's worked the hardest to be prepared, be ready. So maybe going into that meeting, I'll figure out the names of the people in that meeting and I'll, fig- I'll know every person, not just what, what their role is and what their email address is, but now with social media, you can find out so much more. I'll know you know, where, where, what area do they live in? Do they have kids? What type of people they are? So I know my audience. So I'm walking into this big pitch, not talking about my brand and me. And I want to tell them how it benefits them. 
I know their customer. I know their what lines they currently have. I know their best selling their best selling brands. I would go into the retail stores and talk to the managers and just, you know, I'll be honest and I'll just I'll just talk to them. And a lot of people will give you it's crazy how much information you can get from people when listen, I had no agenda. I was like, "Hey, I'm a retailer. I would love to be in your store. Tell me everything." And it's amazing how people would. And then I would take that information and go into these big meetings and I would kill it. And I'm telling you, the other brands, they should have totally beat me. They have, you know, super, super um, high powered and high paid executives and they have huge budgets and huge marketing budgets, but they're doing these meetings like normal. I broke out of the normal and broke through it because I went in there and I worked 10 times harder than the people I was against. I knew my audience. I knew their customer and I presented it how it was going to benefit them. I knew who I was talking to in my meeting and I didn't make it about me or my brand. I made it about how they are going to make money, how my brand is going to strengthen their customer base and how their customers are going to love it and how it's going to drive sales for them. So for me, that's what it is. Whatever you're training for, double it. Know that your competitor is going to do most likely what's normal. Like if, you, if you're if you training for a sport or if you're training for something or training for a tryout and you have a training list, take the list and double it because you know your competition is going to do the list. But if you take the list and double it, you will be in better shape than everybody else because you've taken what's normal and you've doubled the effort. I find that just breaking, thinking creatively and breaking out of just what's expected, going the extra mile and can often make the biggest difference in our lives, you know? But sometimes it just takes that like shake up, that wake up, like, listen, you don't just have to follow this list, double this list, and you're guaranteed to get what you want. I knew when I was walking into a, that executive meeting specifically, I knew I was going to beat my competition because I just knew, just knowing the knowing how corporate environment often is and just knowing myself that no one else, my competitor wasn't doing what I was doing. I knew not, I didn't know, I didn't just know the head buyer's name was Sue. I knew that Sue had two kids and two grandkids. And I knew from her social media that, you know, like she goes on vacation. She, she likes this. Like I just, I knew my audience. And even though I'm not telling that specifically, I know who I'm talking to. So we speak to them in a way that resonates with them based on who they are. My whole point is, is breaking out of what's normal and giving more effort, which often doesn't take that much more time and it's honestly invigorating in life can bring you so such bigger rewards in the long term. And here's the why. Here's why to create your own new normal. We're just here once. Who cares what other people think and what's the worst that can happen? Like what's the worst? If something doesn't work, Listen, at least you were in the arena and you didn't try and you tried and now you're going to dust yourself off and you're going to get back in the arena and try something else. And usually if it doesn't work, it's not as bad as you think. Like the worst that could happen usually isn't as bad as you think it could be. I think make a decision, move on, give it, give it your all and just think, listen, I am willing to take chances. I'm not going to take life or myself too seriously. And easy is boring. 
I, I'm not worried about being embarrassed. I'll own up to it. And then I'll, and then I'll move on, move on. And usually the people who are judging, even if they love you are the people who are like couch critics who are sitting back, not taking chances and then judging you when you do, who cares? What's the worst that can happen? We're here one time and we're just not here to be normal. We're here to be awesome. I hope this podcast inspired you to break out of your current normal and create your new normal because there is so much life and experiences and happiness that lives there. Thank you so much to listen, for listening and cheers to your new normal. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.